Hey everyone, welcome to a special episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm Jai. And I'm Jules. Oh my gosh, I actually can't believe this day is here because we've been kind of looking forward to this documentary for a while now, for like over a year, and it's finally out. We're talking Meet Me in the Bathroom, just like the glorious story of early 2000s New York City rock. I mean... I I mean it's I'm so excited to talk about this. This is like my favorite era of music ever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and the fact that we were all alive for it is pretty incredible too. Because and we were old enough to enjoy yeah, it. Uh, like yeah, just, we were like eleven. You know, we were actually like in it. Like, yeah, that's how I feel about like '90s music. I love it so much, but I like grew up more on the half end of it and not on the like end of it that I really wanted to grow up in like the early 90s but this is like I was fully in this scene um so yeah I'm super stoked to talk about it full disclosure me and Jai saw this in the theater which was amazing uh what was it like two weeks ago whenever it it was the 8th wasn't it September no it was September 8th no no November November. okay sorry yeah so it was like a month ago almost um, it was so fucking good. The whole time we were like, Jules is going to freak out. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I did freak out. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been a weirdly emotional day since watching it. I like just like full disclosure, like I felt like I cried the whole time. Like and maybe that's a little dramatic, but like it oh, it, it got me. <laughs> I, we like totally knew it would. <laughs> yeah, we kept thinking and talking about you like. When we were at the cinema. I know. We're like, Karen O. Oh my gosh. Jules loves Karen O. I've never, I didn't know any of this about the band and kind of like what she was going through. I figured it, but I didn't, I haven't seen any kind of like footage about the band. Yeah. So I was excited. For anyone that doesn't know, um, you know, who Jules is, but she is in this (laughs) band. That's like really cool. And she's basically like a mix of like Karen O's, uh, stage presence and Bjork's melodic voice, in my opinion. Oh Ooh, my wow. god, that's pretty wow. true. I have Jai, to say, that is such a compliment, and you're just stroking my ego right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there might be some people who are like, "Who's this Jules girl that people are referring to as a mu- musician?" So that's you know, she does all the music on the podcast, people. So you've been hearing it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like so excited because I can see her influence on like so many of the musicians that have come after her which so i think many. is so cool yeah. same with like Haley williams of paramore i feel the same way about totally um and she's very inspired by like gwen stefani god i wish old gwen stefani we have to like pour one out for like ni- late 90s gwen stefani oh dude i was i was totally now. stalking gwen stefani's tiktok last night and <gasps> really and it just like makes me so sad oh no <laughs> It's like, why? Yeah, I just like, yeah, I just am not a fan of hers anymore. Like her personally, it just really kind of sucks. Well, well, I do have to say, I've been, um, I've been jamming some, you know, some No Doubt and some, that first record, that Love Angel Music Baby record. So So I still like, I still like her music, but just her as a person, it's a very sad, um, sad occurrence. Yeah, she's just kind of different than I guess she was. Obviously, everyone evolves. I know that, but it just seems very different. She's, I guess like I just am a different place. I guess I just get like Kim K vibes. 
Yeah, a little bit. And yeah, these are all real people we're talking about. So everything is like our opinions on this podcast and like somewhat, well, not really alleged, but I guess some things could be alleged. We don't actually know. But yeah, these are real people we're going to be talking about. Usually we talk about movies. So um, yeah, full disclosure, there's some hate trains coming. Yeah. (laughs) So some powerful ones. Yeah, some powerful ones. Um, So this came out this year. I believe it's now streaming on Showtime. For those of people out there who want to see it, I don't know if it's like for rent anywhere. Like if you could rent it on YouTube, you or can anything. rent it on Amazon Prime. Oh, oh perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Another okay, cool. place for people to rent it because it's definitely worth renting. This is definitely one of those kind of films that if you like The Strokes, Interpol, Yeah Yeah Yeahs, TV on the Radio, LCD, The Moldy Peaches, The Rapture. If you like any of those bands, then you should rent rent it immediately especially if you like the strokes then motherfuck this is all about them kind of sort of Um, i was so excited by the amount of like knowledge that i got on the strokes because like and we'll definitely get into it but um i feel like with this era i was all about listening to the music and there was definitely this was before instagram this was before social media really took over so bands still had this air of mystery to them like you weren't you weren't in their day-to-day like tour life you know they're like (laughs) there was no like hashtags for the strokes you know so like I knew nothing about them and uh like one of the biggest things that I kind of like realized was uh Julian um seems like a like a true creative sad boy like I always thought like in my head he was like cool calm collected and uh, like seeing this, you know, like, I don't know, you just definitely like, he's a human being. <laughs> I didn't know he did everything. <laughs> yeah, I had no like, idea. Like, I either. honestly thought it was like a massive five piece collaborative band and everyone was kind of like doing shit. It was basically like Julian is writing shit and like steering the ship and we're all waiting for him to like write shit and for us to play it essentially. Like and Jules. he's telling them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Like Jules, which is also the fact that he said that his friends call him Jules. I was like, does Jules know this? Is that why we call her Jules? Is she a secret Julian head? But he seems so fragile. It's kind of painful. He's like this sort of fragile little, like, like I don't know, crystal glass that's about to break any second. You know? Yeah, he did yeah. seem like very sensitive, and it it like made me very. feel bad in in a way because. Like, it it almost reminds me, obviously not to the degree of, like, Amy Winehouse, of course, but, like, just having to deal with that amount of popularity and fame so quickly and just, like, mm-hmm. how, how... I mean, no um, one knows how to handle it either. Yeah. Well, like, is there right. a way to handle it? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there is. But I, yeah. I honestly, like, oh, I have very little sympathy for people who, like oh, I want to be famous and I want to do this. And then they're like, I'm, I'm sure it's really hard. Like, I haven't been there myself. But um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like you know what comes with a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. At that point. Like, at that point of the 2000s. And, but I also yeah, feel like, like it probably is really hard to read um, magazine reviews or, like, people, like, slagging you off all the time. That must be quite hard to deal mm-hmm. with. You know, like... What they were saying at the end, like, oh, like rich boys, they're not, they're nothing special. They think they're pretty, but they're not. And like, you know, that kind of 
commentary. That always happens. I feel like they always praise you at first and they're like, oh, wow, you're so new. You're so cool. And then then it that's when it like kind of goes downhill. Then they find reasons to like pick you apart. And like, oh, this music's the same. I love that. I think it was, was it Nick who was just like, they're like, what's the second album sound like? And he's like, the same as the first one. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> the same songs, different arrangements. And I was like, was that Shade? I was like, was that Shade? Like, we're playing the same fucking goddamn music. Like, I don't know. I don't play it. I don't write it. I just play it. <laughs> like, I was like, was that Shade? Honestly, or, yeah. I and and I am not speaking for my bandmates in any way, but like, oh, I could God, tot- I hope they all listen to this. I could totally <laughs> see them thinking that. There have been so many times where I'll be like, okay, we're going to play this song. And they're like, all the song names sound the same. I don't like. I can't differentiate them. <laughs> oh, so I think, I'd be like, what? <laughs> I think it. I think that, like, that's gotta happen when if there's like, you know, someone like Julian, like, well, and and there is a like maybe that's one of the things of why the Strokes are so successful is like they had a formula. Like, good successful bands have formulas. That's true, and they're still playing. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously they're doing something. And he's been in, like, solo stuff. And Albert Hammond went solo. Oh, yeah, he did. And he mm-hmm. was actually all right. I mean, yeah, not, yeah, it was good. You know, He's a sick guitar player. Amazing. He is. I know, like, he's but really good. So I can't believe I, that he was doing nuts. heroin. I know. And smoking crack. And crack what? So casually. He's like, oh, that day I came into the, the studio and, like, you know, I just smoked a bunch of crack and took pills. I was like, what? <laughs> he's smoking crack now? Mm. I was like, oh, geez, this but is I bad. Do, I do really appreciate their honesty, though, because yeah, everyone, no, cool. like, will come up, you know, and, and say that in a documentary. Like, I think it's just really ballsy. And I respect that, you know. That's true, yeah, to not, like, kind of sugarcoat it. And like, the first time you hear them mention Julian in the documentary, they're like, we just saw this guy, he'd come out of the bathroom doing drugs with some girl, and I was like, oh, okay, so that's, we're not going to censor it. Like, that's when I could tell the documentary was actually going to tell what happened. Yeah. Um, and I have not read the full book. I've started it. It's uh, by Lizzie Goodman. I don't know if I mentioned it. So that's what this is based on. But have either one of you read the entire book? Um, so I, I have the book. I, I bought it like as soon as it came out, but I only read the yeah, yeah, yeah's uh, part. Oh, okay. <laughs> so wait, so was a lot of this information in that? Like in the book that you saw in the documentary? Um. Oh God, it's been years. There's like, yeah, from what I remember, it's like, I don't remember, you know, like word for word, of course, but like, mm-hmm. it's like definitely like same vibe. Oh, okay. And oh, then, cool. and then there was, yeah, it's like, I think it's definitely all the same people too, but I definitely haven't read the full book, but I want to. After Yeah, it's pretty, this, I mean, it's pretty I, big. Too. Yeah. After watching this, I definitely want to go and like, just read the whole thing. Yeah, same. I'm sure, like, I'm, like, all into it now. I'm, like, in the zone now mm-hmm. where I'm, like, okay, I'm, like, I want to see all this. So, so yeah, I guess let's talk about – actually, before we start talking about the documentary, I wanted to ask either of you, like, what is your memory of this exact time in music? Like, 2000 – like, early 2001, I want to say. Or, like, what what were you into at that time? Jules, would you like to go first? Yeah, Jules, you were well, just a wee baby. Well, this is, yeah, that's going to be embarrassing because I was, like, very, very young. Um, but but how about I tell... There's no shame in, in music taste. I, I've, like, you know, as I've grown, I've, 
like become less, I guess, um, I don't know, like embarrassed to say that I really like Britney Spears. Yeah, when I like, I mean, you know what I mean? This was 2000. This was the turn of the millennia. Like I was I was in first or second grade, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but still, though, like your parents are like a little bit older than me and Jai and like they listen to dope music. Do you remember like what they were playing at the time? Like, were they playing my mo- this music? Um, No, my mom was. So, like, we listened to a lot of, it was definitely, like, because my parents were, like, my, you know, my mom listened to, like, a lot of Cure. Like, we listened to so much of The Cure. And then, oh, like, cool. my dad was huge into, like, Soundgarden and Nirvana. So, like, oh, that's, that's cool. still what we were, like, listening to. And then, like, let's say on the radio there was, you know, like, fuck, what was playing in, like, 2000? Um, probably like Britney Spears would be on the radio, but like the rock station. Yeah, like the um, yeah the rock station. Like, it'd be like Lincoln Park. When was Lincoln Park? Wasn't that like? That was like. 98. It was like yeah, Limp It was like new metal because yeah. Woodstock '99. Let us not forget. Exactly. Was right yeah. before that, and that was all that new metal corn. I remember that, that really that well because you had like. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I think that's just what it was like on the radio, from what I remember and. Like Britney Spears. Thanks for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashion grunge. And we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thanks. Bye.